This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Bill Kasky back at the Advanced Selling Podcast, flying solo again today. Brian Neal is on his annual spring break, which is where I'm heading next week. So uh, I think he'll be along to probably do a solo version of the Advanced Selling Podcast, too. Uh, We've had a lot of activity on our LinkedIn group. If you have not joined the LinkedIn Advanced Selling Podcast group, please do so. Some very good questions and uh, some comments on some of the things that we've put out there on blogs and Twitter. Uh, Also, if you'll go to uh, Accidental Salesperson Course, it's a new course that we're going to be introducing this year, and uh, it's a course for specifically for accidental salespeople, salespeople who maybe aren't frontline sales folks but still have client acquisition, business acquisition responsibilities, still have customer-facing roles that they play in the organization. So make sure that you sign up for that. There's nothing, there's no cost. It's just we'll be releasing a handful of videos that will help you maybe get a little bit more comfortable with the sales role if, you, uh, if you're still struggling with that or if you're an accidental technical subject matter expert kind of person. Also, we published recently, you know, Brian and I have been doing a lot of work on uh, the idea of the evolution of a salesperson. What should a salesperson look like today, and how is that different than maybe the way we've looked in the past 50 years? And we published what's called an infographic, which is really just a illustration timeline of the evolution of what a salesperson has looked like over the years. And I think you'll find it really interesting. If you go to Kasky one C-A-S-K-E-Y-O-N-E dot com, just search on infographic or evolution of a salesperson, it'll come up. And uh, I would suggest that you sales managers make sure that gets circulated inside your sales force or to, to your reps if you have reps. Make sure everybody sees that because it can become a really good focus of conversation for sales meetings. And I think it, it might create some kind of a conversation where you would say, you know what, we're not here yet. We're still selling back in the 40s or the 80s or the early 2000s. But I think it, it puts out there some really different things that you can be doing uh, over the next three to five years to help your sales team or yourself get into a, a much more modern approach. So that's Kasky One, search on infographic. So let's get to the uh, business side of this podcast. We had a question from, actually it was from a client. Uh, Of course, we do consulting and coaching in our world, and we have a handful of clients all over the country. Uh, Brooke Green, Brian Neal, and and myself have those. And we get questions a lot, situations, scenarios that that come up. And I thought this was a really good one. This comes from a client who's also a podcast listener. Dear Bill and Brian, I'm an avid listener to the podcast and have taken many nuggets to help me have my best year ever in 2011. Thanks so much. Here's my problem. I have a prospect who I've spent a lot of time with. We do drawings and design work. They just told me that they want to take all of my unpaid consulting and put it out for public bid. Yes, I know it's fully in their right to do this. It feels to me like I've spent all this time and we won't be low bid. We've spent all this time to help the low bidder get the business. How should I handle that? Well, that's an outstanding question because it it really touches on a lot of things that happen in the sales cycle. It might be unpaid consulting, and unpaid consulting we define as when you do a lot of work and you don't get anything for it other than a seat at the bid table. And sometimes that's enough, sometimes it's not. One of the things I always encourage people to do, and and you can do this, uh, is look at the unpaid consulting you do and, and look at the threshold of free. For example, the threshold of free is at what point can you give something to a prospect, but at what point do you have to stop? 
Where is the threshold where you say, up until this time, I'll give this to you for free, but at some point, I've got to charge you? And I think what happens in our own mind is we think that the threshold is forever. But the fact is, people expect to pay. They're just not going to bring it up. They're not going to say to you, you know, Bob, uh, you've spent a lot of time doing unpaid consulting. I insist that we pay you for the next bit. They're not going to say that. They're going to keep asking and asking and requesting and demanding until you finally say, you know what, Uh, it's pay time. The clock starts now. But if you don't have that conversation with a prospect, you can't blame them for wanting it for free. One of my mentors used to say, you can't blame someone for doing something you didn't tell them they couldn't do. There's a whole lot of negatives in there, aren't there? You can't blame someone for doing something that you never told them they couldn't do. So when a prospect keeps getting drawings from you and keeps getting consulting and keeps getting free this, free that, updated quotes, all that, you cannot blame them for asking for more. So I would really look at your threshold of free and say, is it really in the right place? For example... A lot of times we have clients who say, well, should we give this away or not? I say, well, will it, will it improve the closing percentage? So if you don't give it away for free you, and you get 20% of the deals you quote and you give something away for free and you get 80% and let's say the numbers work, I know it's not just percentage game, then I'd say, well, sure, because you're in a way, you're giving that to them, but you're expecting something for it. So number one, I might think about that. Two, I might think about charging for my advice. At some point, does it make sense to say, you know, I will go this far, but the next phase I'm going to have to charge for. Now, before you say no, Mr. Prospect, I'll let you know that if you end up doing business with us, I will deduct that from the revenue amount or from the engagement, from the price. And that's not unusual. People do that all the time. So that's another option. I know that salespeople may not have the opportunity to change the business model or start charging, but at least it's worthy of a discussion if you're a sales manager or have a sales team to get together and talk about these things. Here's another one. Are you doing or could you be doing anything in the process that where you can hold a little back? In other words, don't give them everything. I heard a a speaker once say, and I, I really liked it, although it's really hard to make it work in all businesses, you Give them the what, and you sell them the how. Give the what, sell the how. So give them enough that they can see they have a problem, they can see they need you to fix it, but don't tell them how to fix it if they they can go out and do it with somebody else or do it on their own. Uh, That makes them have to earn it back at bid day. But at some point, let's say you've, you've changed your model and still the prospect does this, you at least have to have the conversation with them. And I, I'm just going to call it for our purposes here, the awkward conversation. Awkward. The awkward conversation where you've got to call them up or, or go visit them and have a face-to-face. And if you have a prospect who's heading down this kind of path, whether it's the unpaid consulting path, whether it's they're not giving you access to the right people path, there's also all sorts of paths that you can go down that aren't advantageous for you or for them. And at some point, you have to have that conversation and a talk. It's like the big talk with your teenager. Okay, John, come over here. We're going to have to have a conversation. Well, you've got to have that. But you can't have it from a place of resentment, from a place of you trying to shame them. You can't have it from the victim mentality. I know this uh, gentleman that sent this letter in I've, I've worked with him before, and sometimes when that conversation comes across, it comes across as a little bit edgy, a little bit prickly. 
And we don't want to have that. I don't, I don't want to go to the prospect and say, look, come on, man. Look at all the stuff I did. I did bids and I did designs and I did proposals and I did updates and I came back and met with your team and I did a little training. And that's the best I can get is you're going to take this out to, to bid. You can't say that. I mean, if you're going to do that, you have to do it up front and set the ground rules up front and stick with them. But I would suggest more of an honest conversation. Look, you know what, Mr. Prospect, I do this for a living. Uh, this is not my first rodeo. I've been around the block a lot of times. I've done this for 10 years. What we're talking about here is not unusual, where I'm going to be asked to do a lot of things, and I've done a lot of things, and now you come back and ask me for some more advice, and yet I know that you're going to go out to bid. And so I'm at that awkward junction where I've got to decide, okay, I've already got a lot invested in it, are the odds good that I'm going to end up working with you, or am I just doing unpaid consulting? Because if I'm just doing unpaid consulting, I've got a lot of clients that I can go work with and get paid for this. I'm going to be unable to do that. So I'd like to talk with you a little bit, just have a conversation. I'd like to know your intention here about what's going to happen on bid day. Tell me a little bit about what you're thinking, and that'll help me to make the decision as to whether I want to continue or not. Now you might say, good Lord, that's a long conversation. Well, but there is a lot of, a lot of uptake there. There are a lot of front-end stuff. But I want to let the prospect know that I know what he's doing. And I might decide to play if the prospect comes back there and says, well, Bill, you know, we fully intend to do business with you. We fully intend to buy from you. That's why we've had you in the process. We love your people. We love your work. We know that you've done a lot of unpaid consulting, but we believe it will, it will turn into a piece of business for you. We fully intend to buy from you. Well, I might say to myself, okay, that, that sounds okay, but tell me specifically what's going to happen when I come in here and I'm 20% high or whatever you are, usually 5% high. What's going to happen? What's going to happen on bid day? I, I just I, I need to know that. I want to know that. I want to. If you want to role play it with them, that's fine. But I want to put them in that position so I know if they say, well, you know, well, if you're if you're five percent high, well, of course we're not going to be able to do that. Well, that tells me a lot. And they'll say I'm always five percent high. And here's here's my rule to close up. If they say to you, well, uh, Brian, if you're five percent high, we're not going to buy from you. And you say, in that case, I can't continue. And they say, okay, you are going to get the business anyway. You didn't have enough rapport. You didn't have enough problems and pain on the table. They didn't understand your value well enough. They let you go. You are not going to get the business. You cannot lose on this conversation. If they say to you, no, 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 Bill, and this, is, this happens all the time, no, no, whoa, 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 no, well, don't leave as I said, we want to do business with you. What would you recommend, Bill, that we do on bid day? If they're starting to ask you for help on how they can justify the price or justify the, the whatever it is or, or help them sell it internally, now you've got something different. So I would have the awkward conversation. I would tell them exactly what it is. And I would, I would, you've got to have the courage and uh, bravery to have it. You cannot lose with it because anything they say is okay. You just want to know up front. Hope that helps. If you have another question that you'd like to ask us, send it in to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. And make sure you go to Accidental Salesperson Course and sign up for the free, the free videos that are coming. And also, as we said, the infographic at caskey1.com. I've enjoyed it today. Not as much as I enjoy it with Brian Neal, but it was pretty good today. We had a nice little talk about uh, some emails. So make sure you go out and have that conversation with those prospects that aren't maybe treating you as well as they could. See you next time. Bye. 
This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to iTunes. 